My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. And we're back, baby. Hey, yo. Again. We had a week off. Week off due to illness. But we're back. Guess who's back? Back again. (laughs) Anyway, we're going to... We're gonna we're gonna start right away. We're doing this week. Uh, if obviously you click the title, uh, so you know what we're gonna talk about. This this was what we were supposed to record last <laughs> week, but uh, yeah. your girl was <laughs> dying, so we didn't. So we're a little late, but we we had it. We it was supposed to be earlier, but we are very excited to bring you our discussion of. The Silent Sea pre-warning, we will be going into mm-hmm. spoilers, but we will make a little note as to when the spoilers begin. But the smart thing to do would be to go watch the show <laughs> and then come back yeah. and listen if yeah, it you might make more sense. don't want to be spoiled on any details of the show. If you were never <laughs> planning on watching the show and don't care, keep going. If you've already watched the show and just want to hear our takes on it, keep going. So that's, that is the warning you get. This will have spoilers in it, so don't get upset with us. <laughs> and, and, Je- and, Jess- yeah. and Jesse's going to be taking the lead. Yeah, um, Jesse, take it woo! away. Okay, so <laughs> first I'm going to just talk about like the drama itself. So The Silent Sea is a sci-fi thriller with like a sprinkle of horror. I like it's labeled as horror, <laughs> but it's not. It's really it's, not. It's more of a thriller. It's more of a yeah. sci-fi thriller. If we're like being honest with ourselves, uh, it premiered on Christmas Eve on Netflix. It was very, mm-hmm. very much a drama that we all wanted to watch. <laughs> like I've personally mm-hmm. had it on my list since they announced it like two years ago, and so it was a big thing. It's an adaptation of the 2014 short film by Che Hong Young called the sea of tranquility i personally went on a hunt and i can't find it and not anywhere the one place (laughs) that i did find any mention of it was that it used to be on youtube and then it was scrubbed from the internet when netflix picked up the the show so Uh, i think netflix because (laughs) prior prior to the silent sea like i never watched it I knew it existed. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. when, whenever yeah. we read about like it being connected, I, I was like, I've actually I've heard of it before. Yeah. So that's crazy that something what's I heard weird of like is Don Don. Two is that um when I first started watching it and like I watched an episode or two and then I had to take a break and then I watched the rest of it. But I remember seeing on YouTube a bunch of videos, like there's still a bunch of videos that are like the ending explained, but there were half a dozen or so that were the ending compared to the sea of tranquility. The yeah, ending was, explained because of and those be videos are gone somewhere. somewhere. Like yeah, or the people who like obviously like 2014 is not that long ago, especially right. as like a online streaming thing. It probably was made its rounds in the sci-fi thriller community that's what i would assume happened and so like they all had already seen it so they could compare it to more but uh, as of the recording of this episode it is non-existent to us so we can't like give any like comparison i I tried to go back and find those videos that i had seen before once i had watched the ending yeah so that i could see and they were gone like, just I was copyright like, claims on all of them. Oh, I bet no. you anything. Oh, anyways, um, so Che Hong Young, who 
directed and wrote the short film he came back as the director for this but the official written um person who the show is written by is Park Kyo who previously worked on the Bong Joon-ho crime thriller drama Mother which is a fantastic movie mm. if you haven't watched it I watched it on Hulu I'm pretty sure it's still on Hulu and I think it might be even free on Tubi right now streaming but like if you get a chance and you're into like very heavy dramas about it there is a murder involved in that sort of thing but it's won a bunch of awards it was really great uh che this is his only credits to his name that i can find so this is like for, for tv yeah for yeah for it basic plot of the drama is that it's set in a future where the planet is being affected by the lack of water as a like renewable resource and so in an attempt to source water and basically to win the race on countries who find the water the quickest a crew is sent to a space station on the moon for a 24-hour mission just to collect samples from the space station that the crew that had been working there had been working on five years prior the crew mysteriously died nobody Mm -hmm. knew but they also nobody has the resources to like figure out these things so like literally their only mission for this trip is to grab the samples and leave but of course when they arrive things happen and you you figure out things (laughs) so (laughs) definitely you know can never be an easy trip that wouldn't be a show if it was yeah, just like they got there, they why, got the sandwich. Why would it be left? a thriller if that's it? Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's on the moon that... too. It's not like it was like a like a long journey, <laughs> you know? And definitely when you're doing space travel stuff, it's always like things will go wrong because Absolutely. there's so many things that could go wrong. It's so easy to. Yeah, it's the story. You need, yeah. you know. <laughs> this isn't a slice of life drama yeah, is... about. <laughs> no. That was really, so fun though. And I will say <laughs> that, that like, really there was good. a lot of debate online. This really is, it's it's a 24 hour mission. It's only supposed to be 24 hours. It's a short time. It's literally kind of focusing in on this 24 mm-hmm. hour. It's not even a 24 hour period that we see, but like it's literally the show is on this like kind of couple of hours at the space station. What happened? Maybe possibly finding discoveries along the way. It's like, like 12, like imagine 12 hours. It's a 12 hour ish chunk of time. Yeah. That they yeah, spend on this space. I don't think that it's exactly the a length of the series, but it's close mm-hmm. to the length of the series. So take whatever yeah. the running time is for the series. That's kind of like how long of the journey we actually see. So it's actually not very much of anything in the kind of grand scheme mm-hmm. of things. Uh, the thing that makes this drama really big is his big stars. Like, it's got a huge cast. So, first we have um, <laughs> Pei Duna, who we all love. She plays girl, our girl. <laughs> Dr. Song Ji-an, and she's kind of the main scientist in charge of this mission in terms of collecting the samples because she is the most closely into it because she's been, mm-hmm. like, studying it. Also, her sister was part of the crew that was originally there. Um, so she does have like the most knowledge and essentially she's just there also as to tell everybody what to do and then they help her. Right. Um, so then you have Gong Yu as Captain Han Yoon Jae. 
Looking very just stoic. Dilfy as hell. Yes. Yes. I mean, like, but with the neck not? tattoo. Like, with yes. that sick Ugh. neck tat. Oh, love <laughs> so it. Nice. Love it. So nice. And then we have uh, Natalia's absolute favorite. Oh, my boy. Her my little sweet bee. baby. Eat my you. sweet baby. Eat you. <laughs> um, Eat you as, as the engineer. Yeah, he's Lieutenant Rute Suck. Um, and then also I would classify um, in the kind of the main cast, even though she's technically mm-hmm. not classified as this, but I think she is Kim Sun mm-hmm. Young as Dr. Hong mm-hmm. Ga Young. She's the other kind of like scientist on board, um, but medic. she is very clearly the medic. So she's like essentially like the paramedic doctor on board that you would always have as like mm-hmm. a part of these trips. You have to have mm-hmm. a Dr. McCoy. It's the way things. Well, yeah, 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 like you have to no matter yeah, what. It's, like It's your basic... They got your basic setup. You always you've have got, to like, have the like the mission a first commander. Person, you've you got know? the scientist. You've got the engineer. You've got the doctor. Yeah. You've got like the the security dude. <laughs> um, and you've got like the red shirts, you know? <laughs> we all know that when you take a trip to the moon, something's going to go wrong. Yeah. They know <laughs> it too. This is just standard um, fare. I will know? say that like it's very much like there's not a lot of hope in the world right at this point in time that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there is that kind of we're just doing things like and it could be it and it could not be it i don't think there's a lot of hope in anything that anybody's doing nor is there a lot of hope for like life to six like extend past a couple of years so that is a, a, a thing that kind of like weighs heavily on everyone um in this cast and the crew and kind of just like who's on earth um some other casts that i wanted to mention the, the cast is pretty huge there are people like Yi Mu Sang, who was just recently mm-hmm. in The World of the Married. Yi Sung Wook, who, if you've watched Where Stars Land, he's the main um, security officer in that. And he's been on a mm-hmm. bunch of other stuff, too. And then our girl, who we love to hate and who's so good at being so <laughs> evil, Kilhei Yan, who you know as mm-hmm. the mother from Something in the oh. Rain. And always when she pops up, he's like, like <laughs> I just watched heard it through the grapevine. She's great in that. And then um, another notable person is Ho Sang Tae, who is in Squid Game. He was the, you know, antagonist, like bully guy. Um, he's in it for very little. So don't go into this drama kind of wanting that. Um, that's, that's the only thing you're in for. He, he is a he is a tertiary character. Okay? Yes. <laughs> yes. I also really um, liked seeing uh, Jung Soon Wan in it as one of the red shirts he, he was recently in uh, secret royal inspector and joy he played uh one of the unsavory characters on that uh he's a delight there is a, like great. this uh cast even though we spend most of our time with the the crew the small crew that's on um the mission there are a couple of other people and there's like parts where you see a bunch of people too so there's a lot of like extras in this so chances are you've seen a lot of these people in your favorite k-dramas as well (laughs) so that's kind of like the basic plot and premise of the story and kind of like set you up on like what type of show it is i think Mm -hmm. especially with this drama since i've seen it be so decisive on the timeline and just in general i think it would be interesting for as like a part of our non-spoiler talk we kind of briefly like go over our like thoughts and opinions or like feelings mm-hmm. on the show in general mm-hmm. um kind of in like a if you were a person who maybe was on the fence because you heard all the stuff that like maybe you don't want to see it or maybe you're someone who hasn't watched it yet 
you put it on the back burner, but you want to know if you should move it up on your watch mm-hmm. list, kind of like frame it on that. So like very non-spoiler. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then gotcha. after this section, we can go free for all, talk Full about whatever opinion. we want, talk like random timeline stuff. Yeah. So I watched it with my husband. And while I was watching it, and I think I even told Sky and Jesse this, the first thing that came to my mind was when I was younger, my favorite author was Michael Crichton. And I had two favorite books by Michael Crichton. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking she loved Jurassic Park. And I did. But no, my two favorite books by Michael Crichton were Sphere and The Andromeda Strain. Um, So Sphere is about like a mysterious sphere from space that a bunch of scientists have to investigate and then weird stuff happens and then the andromeda strain is about oh a mysterious space virus comes to earth and scientists have to investigate like you know it's very similar setup and while i was watching this all i could think was if michael Crichton was still alive he would have written this like this would have been something that Michael Crichton would have written a story that is very much on the vein of his books. So if you enjoy the, his sort of style of writing, you would probably really enjoy this. I very much agree. Um, um, I didn't pick it up when I watched it, but when Natalia said something, I was like, oh, and it just like clicked in my head. It was like, this is it. This is Yes, this, if you like this that, exa- then like, you would this like is the this. vibe, is yeah. like, mm-hmm. scientific thriller is, you know, his, with like an edge, of, like, the fa- fantastic, like, because with, with his stuff, it's like, it never really explains everything, but that's okay, because mm-hmm. not everyone knows everything. He also wrote Westworld, so like, he's been, <laughs> like, the original Westworld, uh, also, Fun fact about him in all of his books is in the little author bio on the back page. It would also say Michael Crichton and then in brackets rhymes with frightened. <laughs> and I always <laughs> found that really quite clever. Um, he actually, so Westworld was originally like a movie in the 70s that he wrote and then HBO mm-hmm. adapted it. So that's kind of fun. He was sort of ahead of his time with his science fiction, let's just say. But yeah, so like if you like Michael Crichton books, you'll probably really like this show. <laughs> so I'll yeah. give my opinion as a somewhat stereotypical scaredy cat person. Um, <laughs> though, though I'm, I'm improving a bit, but I'm just saying. Think, She's getting do. brave. She's getting brave. We should all, we need to applaud her. <laughs> <laughs> but, bravery. Like, so if you're concerned to encounter this from like a, am I going to be terrified level? I mean, it is not, it is not for everybody. So if you can handle... To me, it's it's squarely for the like sci-fi audience. This is not (laughs) this is not sci-fi light. Since I've always been a sci-fi fan, I'm very used to. If you can handle the expanse, you are fine. Like expanse is heavier in my opinion. So like, if you're pretty much a deep sci-fi fan, you're unless unless you're only used to just the first version of star trek like you're gonna probably be fine <laughs> like, yeah 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 <laughs> for sure but, for but that, much that's so. because sci-fi you know sci-fi there's a lot of spectrum to sci-fi you have the light mm-hmm. stuff and you have the super dark where it, it does toe the line of horror like a lot more right this isn't super dark but it does it, it's further down in that spectrum a little bit it is a little mm-hmm. bit deeper so even with sci-fi books you get 
the thousand pagers that are going to break down every bit of science for you for the people that are mm -hmm. just wanting every single detail this isn't that yeah it will this not is, you anything no. this is the you're accepting what you're seeing it's definitely like you don't have a narrator telling you all the secrets you see what you get like you have to read yeah. there's a there's a little bit of reading between the lines you know making connections it's mm -hmm. not gonna lay it all out for you but like it all makes sense in in the internal logic of the show it all makes sense so to me if you can handle kind of a little bit darker sci-fi you're gonna be fine mm -hmm. <laughs> and if, if you if honestly if you can handle the reaver episode of firefly if, if that's what i was gonna say yeah. if you're because if you've cause watched firefly you're probably good you're fine yeah, there is. Now, there is a if, little if you bit... can't handle that, that that's it's probably not for you, and that's that's mm -hmm. totally fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there there is there is a little bit, not too much, but there is a little bit of gore, not like excessive in any stretch of the imagination. Mm -hmm. Like if I was watching this with like my fourteen year old cousin, I wouldn't have any worries. No, I I tried to talk my fifteen like year old into watching it with me, and he just wasn't in the mood. Yeah. So. And kind you of know, like a lot I, of like, I had no gore is it with him. not seen or seen in a way that I'm not yeah. going to tell you about right now because it's a spoiler. <laughs> um, but like it's or it's like in darkness. They really can't. Yeah. So it's like they're they're it's not like Kill Bill, like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. blood yeah. spurting everywhere, <laughs> like body parts flying. Like, no, it's it's tasteful. it's I mean, I would <laughs> say to some extent, I mean, some of it is violence based but mm -hmm. it's kind of the same level of gore you would see in most like medical dramas or something yeah. like it's not it's that kind of level of I would gore. like i was watching ghost doctor and it's kind of yeah. like same level like you've you've seen you worse see. on an episode of csi you know yeah, what i mean for, like yeah so it's, it's it's not it's not that bad it's not that bad. i think for me i started out and it moves slow in the beginning, like not the very, very beginning. It's got a real action packed first like five minutes and then it kind of moves slow for the next like two or three episodes. And I get that they're kind of trying to build tension and stuff. For me, it didn't do that. I was just bored, but I just was doing it for this. And I liked the idea. I wanted to get, you know, I wanted to get to the point. I wanted to know what the story was. I sort of hit a point where I was like, I don't really want to watch this, but I want to know what the story is. So I'll keep watching it because I want to know what the story is. Um, so I guess that means you do want to watch it. I mean, at one point I was watching it at like 1.25 speed and it wasn't making any difference. It, I mean, it obviously it was making a difference, but like that things move slowly when they're mm -hmm. kind of like when they're on earth and stuff, mm -hmm. when they're showing those parts, things move slowly. And it just it wasn't working for me but once you hit about episode four things pick up and I was quite enjoying I really enjoyed the second half a lot so I will say that for some people if you're kind of feeling like this isn't really me you might want to stick with it and push through but for me I remember saying back when we were talking about stuff we were looking forward to and stuff I compared like the the teasers and the posters and stuff to um the abyss which is mm. underwater like it's not the moon it's you know deep sea but it really kind of vibe wise had a, a very yeah, similar that vibe. concept of like going somewhere that we 
don't go and finding things you weren't expecting to find, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. it's that kind of yeah. a, a vibe to me. The, and, that uh, is very much the vibe, the abyss. Like that. Yeah. Is, that so is. I, 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 once I, like I said, once I got through the, the first maybe three episodes or so, I really quite enjoyed the rest of it. I was concerned because I was like, okay, can I watch this at night after the kids go to bed? Because we're on lockdown and the kids never leave, you know? And it was like, yeah, you can, you'll be fine. I think you'll be basically fine. You like can watch this at night. Like and I could watch it at night. It wasn't an episode. Issue. Like I even remember very clearly, I watched like, I think it was the second episode. I was like, oh, Sky, maybe you want to uh, not do this at night. And then immediately change my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, that's it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. Like, good. Good. No, it was, yeah, there, there's not like too fine. many like, like jump scare type things. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, no, it's, it's, I could it's watch very much my mom sci-fi. and she'd be fine. Yeah. And my it's mom very is, cannot handle. If you're, and, yeah. one, one thing I do want to say after experiencing something like Jury San, <laughs> it does not have five, five billion red herrings. Like, That's true. Yeah. No, <laughs> you, <laughs> eventually, you eventually kind of vaguely know a little bit of what's up what you, yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> they don't keep it until the last five minutes or anything you know like yeah there's really not there's really up. not any red hair like well you which i appreciate i appreciate yeah. not being especially for a short it Trick. felt tight to me eventually like mm-hmm. i do understand the setup would could, could be a little slow and stuff mm-hmm. but if, once they got going there wasn't a spare moment. There was a and lot it's like, of stuff. And what I sort of liked about it is like the setup, it has like a classic MacGuffin setup. If you're unfamiliar with what a MacGuffin is, it's basically an item that everyone's looking for, but the item doesn't really matter. But that's not the case in here. This is not a MacGuffin. You feel like it's going to be, but it's very central mm-hmm. to everything happening. It's, yeah, I, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. So. so for me, this is like my type of sci-fi thriller because I am a huge slow burn fan. And I thought yeah, that same. like it actually really did well with the slow burn. I also like when projects don't try to explain everything to you mm-hmm. because A, nobody in, who's a character would know all these information anyways. And B, it doesn't matter. Like I, I don't need to know the setup of every like, scientific thing because it doesn't matter and also if you were actually going to like tell me it correctly I wouldn't understand it either because I'm not a (laughs) rocket scientist you know (laughs) um I don't need all that and I thought that like the show gave that to me I didn't spend time on necessary things its mission was to focus on this 24-hour mission and it did that with giving us like a sprinkle Mm -hmm. of what was going on just to kind of get into the world and kind of see where we're at Um, I thought that like in terms of it being kind of realistic in that I don't know what uh, year it's actually supposed to be but it's like fairly close by it's yeah within a hundred years right and I felt that like the drama really kind of centers itself into a very realistic thing on where Korea would be as a space country Mm -hmm. because they're not you know Mm -hmm. and so it was very realistic in that. So they would be the underdogs. Yeah. They would be the people who don't know how to do things or aren't as grand as everything. I think just like those combination of stuff just like really led for a kind of a really great binge for me. I personally watched it the mm-hmm. night of Christmas Eve and didn't stop. I watched the entire thing in one sitting. Mm. And uh, it was like later at night because that's when I could get to it. But I enjoyed it. I thought that like 
because of that, I would like got into like the, the really great things about thrillers where they kind of like mm-hmm. pulsate and that's mm-hmm. what kind of does. Yeah. And, and it works really well because you get the silent stuff, but also you're all alone on the moon too. And so it like led you mm-hmm. to have that kind of feeling of being where they were in also the, like helping you with your thriller content mm. and kind of like going up and down and stuff. And, and I binged it as well. I didn't, I didn't do it yeah. that night or anything, but I, I did binge it. I don't know. I don't think it was one sitting, but it was the one day. It was one, it was one sitting for me. It's, but the, it's it fairly like short. What is it? Eight episodes. Eight. Yeah. Most of them yeah, are eight. about like 40 minutes 45 long. 45 minutes. Yeah. They're yeah. not real long episodes. intro and outro is fairly so. long. Obviously, it's right. very beautiful you know. intro and outro. Like, just oh, gorgeous. Yeah. Who's that? Whatever artist was doing that, you do. Mm, the, yes. the Netflix shows have just the most beautiful intros. They really do. <laughs> like, mm, a Chef's Kiss. I'm, I'm a big, big fan. Big fan of. <laughs> so, do we have anything else that we want to say that's like non spoiler before we get into the spoiler section? I will say, probably if you're not used to sci-fi, it really might not be your cup of tea. Now, if you haven't tried sci-fi before, mm. just it's going to be very uncharted territory for you, and you can give it a shot. That's fine too. But I, if you're if you're really eh about sci-fi and you tried it and it's really not your bag, it really might. Not that's be. okay. I will that's say okay. that what I noticed on this, it was the first of the like K drama offerings that we got that actually started to stray away from the formulaic k-drama mm-hmm. plot and kind of mm-hmm. you know how there's like things that carry along in mm-hmm. most k-dramas because there are tropes that just are like really big and can be used in the multiple amounts of genres that there are right um this one kind of shied away it for from it more than any of the other kind of like netflix produced things like hellbound and squid games still mm-hmm. felt k-drama to me and this started to feel really like someone was trying to do a sci-fi thriller yeah well i say give it a shot if you think you can handle it but it's totally cool mm-hmm. if it's not your thing and now mm-hmm. spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> here's my first spoiler here's my first spoiler and i think it's very important that we all say this there is no romance in this do not be looking for <laughs> there is not they never promised there, there, no. there is not like Jesus, the amount of don't people who it, were upset that there wasn't any. It. There wasn't any. Or, I there mean, was, who weren't upset that there wasn't any because they were making it up in their minds. Oh, look at the look in her eyes. She's so, and I'm like, like no, it's just, no. Just Most people couldn't even figure it's out just, that it was like 24-hour mission. They thought it was like longer than that too. So um, yeah, I'm like, she just met this just guy. Just watch the Now, if you feel led by the spirit to go write a fanfic, this do is why fanfics listen. That's it. why fan fiction exists. <laughs> Go to town. We encourage your creative outlet for things that, like, you know, hey. listen, you want to go write, uh, you know, Dr. Song, Captain Han, like, you know, Lieutenant Ryu, Love Tri- You do, you do, you boo boo. Like, you go. <laughs> yeah, but, go. I but, will, I'll read it. I'll beta read it for you, you but, know? But, like, tis not honest. canon. Yeah, it's wishful thinking. And uh, we're not talking just not, you know, Bay Duna and Gong Yu. There's no romance. There's, there's no, no, not anywhere. Nobody. Very, there's no, it's they don't get hours. a lot of time to even like have like 
personal connections. They like, don't. They yeah. don't even have a meal. Like, like you know, like, they're busy. Everybody they're just not really know too each busy other. for that. Like most okay? of the people don't know each other. They were literally just like plucked by the government at random to go onto this ship. They needed those roles because you have to mm. have those roles to successfully get a spaceship up there. And then they also needed, you know, manpower to get all the samples because Beiduna mm. wasn't going to like carry it all herself in this 24 hour mission. <laughs> yeah. So it was just it was the like your thing. standard <laughs> sci-fi crew who they're just, they've been put together for a mission. Maybe, and a few of them have been like on missions together before. So you can tell that some of them are friends, but that it. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, about the samples, like, so whenever they were, you know, setting up, explaining what they were going to do and coming up with the mission and stuff, I was really picturing, like, ones, because they, they did talk about their kind of these different mm-hmm. places they were going to need to look for these mm-hmm. samples, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I was really picturing that each place only had one sample, like, stashed yeah. away somewhere, <laughs> yeah. like, in a treasure box or, you know, just really, I really thought there was one. And so then when it came to, like, you know, when you get to the places that have samples, like, oh, that was a lot of samples. Yeah, yeah. solidly thousands all twenty four hours. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, like, this, like, work this timeline makes more sense <laughs> now. Right? Like, I thought there was like one sample, and there was three locations that it might be at. So they have to check all three, and I was like, okay, cool. And then it, yeah, they walk in, and it's like, Whoa. oh, that's a yeah. lot. <laughs> like, and I think and the problem and- with that was that they, they hinted kind of like heavily towards this that the scientists were kind of going rogue but like mm-hmm. they were also still the Korean government was not caring they just wanted to be the first to get samples right mm-hmm. they wanted to be mm-hmm. the one who won this water race essentially so I think that like a lot of the like information just wasn't there because the scientists were purposely not going and telling yeah, everybody so it wasn't in things and then probably also like the higher ups were kind of hiding like records and that sort of thing so like be doing this character who would be the one who would be able to figure that out mm-hmm. she doesn't have the that information because it's kind of yeah. right. hidden by the government can you imagine how difficult it was for these characters to like for instance Beiduna Beiduna's character early on was pretty much like they're not telling us something. They're literally yeah. not telling. Even she before they were leaving from the get go, she yeah. was like, yeah. "They're not telling us something." And but then th- probably then thinking about like, of course, curious about our sister, but also like the whole, we really do need water, and this is a big like. Yeah, you can imagine all the yeah. inner turmoil these characters had of like, this is important. We really should go do this, but I mean, yeah, up. they're kind of at like a. It, they have to do it no matter what. There's your option is literally to die of like dehydration because there's literally no water like we see at one point in the show where the like mains are busting and stuff and it was it's like Mm -hmm. that's like something that's you can't even do that and people are getting rationed out this water Beiduna is the main character of Mm this show they don't like to like kind of like make that known and things but she is the the main person and if you are here in the spoiler section and not knowing we will go kind of non-timeline-esque because that's what we normally yeah. do, but it, to kind of have a backstory. Beiduna's character is a scientist and her sister was part of the original um, moon mission. Her She 
loved her sister. She looked up to her sister. She saw, thought her sister was like this most amazing human being, like perfect in every way. And so she's like, that's this really great image of her sister, the scientist. And so when her sister dies and she's still doing the same work, it's like, it has like taken a toll on her because she wants the answers to her sister's death, but also she's not getting it. And she still has to do kind of all this stuff. So essentially she got onto this crew as a way to try to like figure out what happened to her sister. Yeah. Not none of the crew knew in the beginning that that she had. Because they were they were all told that all of these scientists had died in an accident. Just an accident. Like radiation, like a, poison. A, radio, radiation. a radiation leak, and they all died of radiation poisoning, which is why no one had ever gone back to the moon base. Um, and it's very clearly like the way the way that they are, they wouldn't have had money and time to go back to it anyway. Yeah. So like there was yeah. no like option to. The, of course, their their option was to leave all the bodies there. Like th- th- this world mm-hmm. is that type of world. We're in a destitute yeah. place. I did like how they set up showing the lack of water and stuff though i did like how Mm. they had they showed the different cards and rankings of how much water you get Mm -hmm. and stuff because we all know that's exactly how it would go down capitalism late stage Mm -hmm. late late stage capitalism right there i liked too the way it was filmed that like all the on earth stuff had the like the golden and the red tones and the filters mm-hmm. and stuff to show Looking that dry. it's like it's dry down dry. here mm-hmm. but then like dry, the dusty. moon is also dry theoretically but it's cool tones and it's you mm-hmm. know whites and cold cold and, and empty so it, it, it's neat the way they used lighting and filters to make it mm-hmm. really it was beautifully filmed it was very nice from a we've talked about this before too when shows do like flashbacks and you're like not don't realize until you're halfway through that like you're in a flashback now you always knew you were in a flashback because the color was completely different like it was like yeah yeah yeah, Mm -hmm. this is a flashback and And also they weren't wearing spacesuits but you know like Mm -hmm. and one of the things that i i didn't talk about in the non-spoiler section about the like kind of undulating thriller aspect that the show inherently has I think it like mirrored the buoyancy of water in a way and so it was like up and down Mm. and I really love some of the cinematography they would do um Mm. when the so they find like it's kind of like figured out that like there's some sort of like virus or whatever in the water samples and when it like enters a person they literally mm-hmm. are drowning because they just shoot out water nonstop. Yeah. And a lot of the times, basically, those- I don't, I don't think we've said this for anyone who hasn't seen the show and doesn't plan to, and is just listening. They find moon water is what the samples are. And yeah. the moon water, when it connect, like, touches, like gets into a person, multiplies itself. To the point where it's literally drowning the human being. And you see like yeah. parts where they're like, they're literally, it's a stream of like a faucet of water coming out of them. And Vomiting when water. they're like yeah. dying, they do this really great cinematography thing where they're in underwater and it's like very silent and they're just floating. And mm-hmm. I thought that like mm-hmm. those representations of kind of like their death, you know, that they're like suffering and the contrast yeah. of it being so peaceful and stuff it's just it it really worked well for me and kind of like mm-hmm. the visual aspect of everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. I also really liked how when they would first start to show the signs of it and 
they personally would first start to realize it, you would sort of see through their eyes. And it was like, they were seeing things through water. Like they started Mm -hmm. to see, like their eyeballs were filling up with water, even like to that level where they started looking at people and were like, what's going on? And once they knew what it was, they knew, but that was a neat effect too. Um, Going back to Bay Duna's character, I think one of the parts that I really liked about her arc, and this kind of goes into the next kind of big spoiler is the Luna character. I liked that we actually got to see kind of this rise and fall of her sister because she kind of like has put her sister on this pedestal and she thinks that they're the most amazing and Mm -hmm. they're the greatest and wonderful and she was like doing everything really great and wonderful and when she finds the luna character who is kind of an alien that they uh the previous scientists had been cloning and working on for this water genetically genetically engineered clone yeah situation that was the breaking point for beiduna's character because she actually started to realize that her sister was doing inhumane things for the sake mm-hmm. of this thing mm-hmm. and it was kind of this like point in contention with her because they need the water they're going to die mm-hmm. like they're very close to death it was like really interesting to see because like a lot of the um flashbacks you had with Beiduna's character were her and her sister and just like her being so like enamored by her and stuff and like to mm-hmm. kind of see the rise and fall of like this like image that she's made of her sister because she starts to learn the truth mm. when she starts to be kind of close with the Luna character who is uh, played by Kim Shia who you may know so as these, the young Ashen from the kingdom mm-hmm. Ashen of North that's right yeah she's she was she's 13 years old phenomenal so good <laughs> so good I mean she was uh, good in Ashen she's good in this we can expect her to be She's also hey, drama gorgeous. star from oh, yeah, she's like yeah. so cute. She's so one hundred percent going to be a model. Let's just be real. Oh, it's <laughs> great. She's beautiful. Like it, mm, gorgeous. So good. So genetics. good at acting. Feral. Some people get all, all the mm-hmm. genetics. What can you say? All right. <laughs> but that was just like something that I, I thought was like really interesting to kind of tie into this show because mm. like there's so much going on. You could see that like there was this like breaking point in Beiduna's character where she was like mm-hmm. actually no what my sister did was not what we uh-huh. should be doing because we still should be human yeah. even in our times of this like devastation of humanity and her the way that she starts to kind of bond with Luna and like you can see like Luna changing too and kind mm-hmm. of being a help because it essentially she could have been a help like those clones could have been a help like no matter what you couldn't you didn't have to like keep on doing experiments and killing them like right she's definitely the key for the survival it doesn't but it doesn't ha- take killing her to have that key yeah right and i i enjoyed how they didn't focus on the clone thing that much because that wasn't the crux of what was going on right? no. it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't the ethical dilemma of should clones be a thing blah 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 no it was if you make clones don't inhumanely kill them yeah repeatedly yeah. like that's all if you make clones showing treat them like people the right. like what they were actually doing as opposed to what yeah. everybody just thought they do and like mm-hmm. and so they didn't like you know spend a lot of time with that and it, it's kind of shown like in like a movie kind of form and mm-hmm. you know she kind of figures out that's when she's also figuring out how her mm-hmm. 
sister died and stuff because obviously it's not just radiation yeah. <laughs> you know yeah um, there, Which, let's just say there wasn't radiation <laughs> at all let's just put this they, down i mean and they realized that like right away like they got on and they started finding bodies and they're like these people mm-hmm. drowned on the moon and this is not radiation like right away they were like yeah mm, yeah and we should look into this because we're also walking around in here and if there's something that could kill us, we should find out about that mm-hmm. before it kills us. Well, I think there like, was also this kind of like knowledge of it shouldn't kill them even if they're there because it's been too long because there's mm-hmm. they, they, that's what they were probably told. And there's got to because of the hopelessness of everything. Mm-hmm. I still think mm-hmm. that like every character played hopeless. There was like not a yeah, lot of hope mm-hmm. in this. So like you have that kind of like apathetic viewpoint of the world that like if I die, I die. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that like yeah. a lot of that stemmed from a lot of the stuff that they were doing because they were kind of like, what is there to do? Am I actually going to put on PPE and it be beneficial? No. Also, would it be beneficial in, in us watching a film with them covered the entire time? Yeah, no. exactly. Like, just yeah. like I can, I can see people when it's dark point? out. Like yeah. I can, you know, see this, but like, so I think there even, was just so much of that, like weighing down on everything that like- Even the, the Dr. Hong- sense. The Dr. Hong character, like, if you had to pick a uh, comic relief, which to me I wouldn't even call her mm-hmm. comic relief, but no. she would be the only one that would even try to, like... She had the most personality. Yeah. You know, a, a, little, a moment of friendliness yeah. or, yeah, a moment of yeah. lightness. She would try. Even that character was very hopeless. Like, I mean, yeah. she was definitely doing her job as best as she could and all those things, but... She was really trying to like maintain a level of hope, even though you didn't really believe she had it. But she kind of tried to trying like, to lighten the mood a little. There. Mm-hmm. And then it's I like thought this, that the- scene where she walked into the room full of clone corpses and just collapsed. Yeah. That felt like the moment for her. It was like she was putting up with a lot. She was getting through a lot. But this, this I did not sign up for. This is. N- not okay it's not acceptable because yeah. you know? it's like the first time you meet her it's just she like sidles over to like dr song's character and is like oh i hope that like the dudes are hot on this <laughs> mission because like you gotta stare at their faces so they might as well be good looking am i right ladies and then you're t- and then you know the big dude's character's like what what like what <laughs> what are you even talking you about talking about and that's just sort of like you know she's she's the vibe, right? Where she's mm-hmm. just like, I'm just gonna, you know, try to keep things, you know, easy breezy, but uh, things were not easy breezy. No. They were no. they were very hard, not. hard, difficult. <laughs> <laughs> what is the opposite of easy breezy? Hard, hard, hard difficult. Hard, hard, <laughs> difficult. Um, no breeze. Also, an, an, got, another got news thing. character always got the short end of the stick what was i gonna say what oh, gonna he say? was just screwed what i was gonna say is there's also this like i always love when there's plots within plots because the secondary plot of what's going on is that you find out that mercenaries have been hired by other governments to try to also get the samples so mm-hmm. the first body they find is like a russian dude who's been dead for a while and they're like yeah he didn't die of radiation what the fuck is <laughs> yeah and then you very, very early on find out that the co-pilot of the mission, played by uh, Cho Young-woo, who was excellent, is a mercenary. So, he, you know, spoiler alert, he does not last that long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he, 
he gets what's coming to him. Shall we? Spoiler. Shall we? Most say? Of the people don't last this. Long. Yeah. Um. There, there's, there's red shirt is correct when we're yeah. talking about this drama. If uh, you're familiar with, you know, Star Trek. Uh, <laughs> well, this um, also kind of like plays nicely. We can kind of go into like you know Natalia's boy, Eugene's boy, <laughs> character, because he's one of the like I would say one of the bigger turns in the show comparatively luna's got a twist but like i think like ijun's character's twist is an arc is a little bit different and i personally really liked it because i felt Mm -hmm. that it showcased ptsd really well you know and the weight of what he had done yeah his weight of his own guilt and continuing to do things that he knows is wrong also the delay of that reveal so like Mm -hmm. yeah you know, they didn't reveal him as far as being involved in the mercenary trader side of things. So that, yeah. that was Until, delayed. Like, but then far, as far, far as, into the show, as far as the explaining essentially the PTSD aspect, mm-hmm. like that was way delayed. And then That's it was like, episode. oh, That's, yeah. And all, cause like, you know, for the first half of the show, he seems like he is very on mission. Mm-hmm. He is mm-hmm. very helpful. He is doing his best. He is helping everyone. He is not doing anything suspicious. Like he is, he is. And then when he starts it. doing suspicious stuff, it's a lot of suspicious. It's it's, <laughs> it's yeah. big suspicious. But it's it's but it's, it's only like suspicious, suspicious to the audience because he's not doing it around anyone. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like, that's true. So the audience is like, ooh, sus, 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 <laughs> imposter, report. But like, yeah. because. Because <laughs> no one else is seeing him. The poor character that had been uh, hurt, and then oh, he was, he gets, was like, like just sit there discovered and by E two. Well, oh. So so like so, but that's actually a good point. So Lee, Lee June's character was donating blood. Yeah, for this guy. This guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, like it's, so, he wasn't being sneaky for a really long no. time. No, he's one of those characters that like really was very mental problems and it was Mm -hmm. making it so he was slipping in and out of like either a psychosis or something because Mm -hmm. of the ptsd and because he the weight of like everything that he'd done and like going there didn't help because it literally was him going back to where he slaughtered Mm -hmm. a bunch of people um and seeing it so like yeah he may have been okay for the last couple of years in silence because you could have told yourself because he wasn't literally in the same building right right yeah and i so i think that was him just like kind of devolving which i thought was a really great kind of like character because it wasn't it wasn't necessarily just some like all-around evil person from the very beginning Mm -hmm. and was hiding Mm -hmm. it was kind of like he was hiding because his mental state was allowing that hide because he was still essentially an okay person he and just like had when all this issue sort of, right it also like sort of contrasted him with the character of like the co-pilot because you could tell the character of the co-pilot didn't give a shit about any of these people that he was with like he would have yeah you can all die but you know ryu Suk, so lee jun's character you could tell that he didn't actually want to hurt any of this crew like he would if he had to, but he he was not going to like murder them to make his job easier because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. literally just shooting them in the back of the head would have made his job and he had right. many opportunities to like do so 
over, you know, he was alone with many characters. He could have very easily just killed them all, done his mission and gone home, but he didn't want to, which is why you get things like, you know, he's donating blood to this dude. He's basically like telling, like when, when he gets caught, he's like, I don't want, like, don't follow me. Like, we don't have to do this. Well, like, I kind of also like- think that like, he's kind of trying to, he got onto the mission as kind of more of like he wanted to kind mm-hmm. of have a final like rest in this like whole saga of yeah. his life so he didn't understand that it was going to spend like his mentally take mm-hmm. its toll mm-hmm. on him like he also was kind of in there as more of like a, he wanted to see if there was enough evidence for them to figure it out and kind of like there may have been mm-hmm. a point in his character's time where he wanted them to figure out what they had done yeah. so that he could finally share that like secret that he, he had him. locked up yeah, yeah and free him because mm-hmm. uh, spoiler he he was a soldier and they done they done locked the people in to die they could yeah they they like the shot a bunch of them and then sealed <laughs> them in essentially yeah. mm-hmm. to drown they they could have saved most of the people who worked on yeah. this and yeah because you also start to see like to. you know a lot of the other characters um how the government is starting to like really kind of wrap its hands around because they're mm-hmm. very desperate to get what they need to keep living you know a lot of this mm-hmm. is it's very evil things but out of absolute mm-hmm. desperation which i think they also do a good job though of showing that probably like they're aware we need this earth needs this but also probably whoever gets a hold of this is going to just keep the same things that are in place going. They're just going to have more, more they're money, gonna make more money yeah. and they're going to make more water for them. Some people are still going to have all they need. And a lot of people mm-hmm. are still going to die, right? Like, they're yeah. not like, Oh, we're going to get to just fix everything and it'll be fine. Right? Like they know that's not how the world works. Well, and also, otherwise, why would the mercenaries be there? Like, for the Dr. Song character, it's also the inherent risk of this thing that we haven't figured out completely, Mm -hmm. which has obviously killed X amount of people at this point. Should we even be taking that down? So not just the whole, like, capitalist bad aspect, but it's also, like, taking it to Earth. Are we distancing literally everybody by taking it back? Yeah. So I, I thought those discussions... You know those really short discussions but those were really good questions that for the characters to verbally bring up mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i felt it made the characters feel very realistic to me that they mm-hmm. were having these they were having they're having to have these choices it's like we don't know there's really yeah. no great answer right now mm-hmm. i think their reaction on being kind of just left in the dark was really great and i know that like a lot of people were so against how the drama didn't tell you anything and it didn't explain mm like explain things and they thought they should I actually like wrote a blog post right after I watched it on like a small little review Mm -hmm. the thing and I'm going to read what I said because I think this like kind of like accurately sums it up what I like am trying to express Mm -hmm. in the the reasons why you don't get the answers it's because the drama didn't set us up to believe that we were going to get all the answers nor would it have been able to in a way it mirrored the character's journey in the drama their questions were left unanswered as well Yunja spends most of the first part of the drama telling Jian to stop asking questions and keep on task to collect the samples. Mm-hmm. Answering questions was not why they were there, and the answers they do get are not the ones they want. 
And I think that's like the big thing that I think a lot of people are missing when they kind of watch this and they aren't giving the, like, they're not giving all these information is that these people were left in the dark too. Like a lot of, they don't know. Mm -hmm. It's very You only know what the characters know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows if this is actually going to work. They don't, they literally went to the moon not knowing if the power would turn on there, you know? Like Mm -hmm. they were just kind of assumed it would, but they don't know. And I think that like these questions were really left unintentional because the the basic plot of the show was to show this 24 hour mission mm-hmm. and what happened yeah. there and they give you a little bit to like what like your like your curiosity right but in the end it's about these couple of hours mm-hmm. with these characters on the moon mm-hmm. i do think there are some areas where they could have made some of the things they were doing more clear like i had to rewind and rewatch about 3 times the very end because i was like i didn't I didn't feel that they did a very good job making me understand why Gong Yu had to go through the door. Like it, it, why he had to be on the other side. I just didn't, I wasn't, it was like, did I miss it? Like, are they short of an oxygen pack? Are they, and no. Okay. Wait, did they no, dude, like, it, just, dude, it was like, enough. and then I watched something. It was like, Oh, okay. The door has to be shut from the outside. But like, I didn't mm-hmm. feel like, like I had to infer like, that. I, I don't I, think they I, really I, I got that immediately, that. but like, and, I've watched enough sci-fi. To well, know. I have too. But that like, door's gonna jam. That didn't. You know yeah. It I mean? was like he's standing with a guy who dies, and then it's like, like it almost felt more like he was. What they were saying was he was committing suicide. Like this guy's dead, and no, I just I have saw no will. as you a know, like, pure like, going down huh? with the ship, like, and yeah, he like, knew that if he stayed there, there was a chance for the others to survive, and there wasn't very much chance if he didn't. Right. So he had to be that way. Like he had to do what he did at that moment. Like there was no and other option. I, I think it's the kind of thing that like, yeah, like when I I kind of got like, eventually I was like, yeah, okay. I think this is what they were trying to go for. But I didn't feel like they, there were times in the show where I felt like, not that I needed them to explain it to me better, but I think they needed to, they could have been clearer in, what they were trying to say because there were some spots that felt to me like plot holes which got filled in sometimes but a lot of it I feel like I'm filling it in myself and I think for a lot of people I understand why they they would have frustration with that I enjoyed it and I watch a ton of sci-fi and I get the tropes and I get the things I think there were some things some aspects of the storytelling that could have been better I think it's a great story I didn't always love the way it was told, but yeah, that's, that's you know, it's fair, but I get it. But like, just as you wanting like a more developed thing on the flip side, you can also have something that doesn't tell you anything too. And it's, you know, like this, mm-hmm. so it's what they wanted to do. Essentially. They wanted it to be kind of. Now my, I only about. had one, one sort of thing that I needed to figure out. And I literally had to pause and like, be like, honey, like, so, and that was which I personally, this was my favorite character. I know, I know. I love Lee June. He's my favorite actor. My favorite character <laughs> was like was the security chief guy mm-hmm. who boy, he goes he goes on a wild ride of emotions. <laughs> so my big thing was so the first guy to no, the second guy to die on this mission. There's a lot of dudes die. Okay. <laughs> <A lot of laughs> so the, the second 
guy to die is his brother. So it's him and his brother are both working on this thing. But I didn't actually realize they were brothers. So I was I, like, I struggled with that too. I was like, I just picked so I that was up. Like, I was like, okay, are they like best friends? I wonder, are they lovers? It's just because they of like translation and also you know like yeah. everybody calls everybody young. Like you know really. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I was like, so what is their like? Why like why is he so upset? Like you know, because yeah. he's a very a, a stoic fairly stoic. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so I was like, why is he, so I was like, are they, are they lovers? And I just like missed something. Cause like, it, it had like a real, like my husband yeah. just died, but I have to keep everyone else safe vibe. <laughs> no, they were brothers guys. I, I solved the mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Actual brothers. Um, and that, that is one of those things that I, I was wondering, like, maybe that was just a English subtitle, me not knowing. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's just know. not enough, like, to give you anything. But yeah. listen, that character of the security chief is the most, like, <laughs> compelling character on this thing. Yeah. So that guy goes through it. Yeah. He is the most on-mission person. Like, every time you think he's about to, like, give in to just despair, he's like, no, professional face. We're gonna keep this shit going. I my job is to keep as many people alive as I can, and god damn it, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> like I'm gonna do it. I'm just I'm <sighs> like I'm exhausted. Everyone I know has died. <laughs> I need to keep going. We have to keep going. Well, just and like and it's just like, like you can tell that like he he does not like Beiduna's character, Doctor mm -hmm. Song. Like you can tell that mm -hmm. he's just like I don't really like you, but. We are now comrades. You cannot <laughs> die. I don't like you. I'm going to protect you with every last ounce of my ability. And you're just like, oh, God, she's I young. So he was and oh, handsome. <laughs> That's not really important. But uh, I mean, if you're doesn't a K-drama fan watching something with Gong Yu in it and somebody else is standing out as handsome. That's how handsome he is. This is what I'm telling you, people. He's pretty it. Like, you know, if 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 your cast members are Gong Yu and Lee Jun and Natalia's going, mm, he was pretty good on the eye. You know he was good on the eye, okay? Uh, but no, very, like, the characters were all very compelling. Even if, like, you, mm -hmm. like, you don't find out what his background is. You don't find out what his situation mm -hmm. is. The only people who you find out any situation about are Lee Jun, Beiduna, and Gong Yu's characters. That's the only ones you ever well, get any it, background on. And even Lee Jun's character, it's not it's like so you little. have you massive snippet. flashbacks. It's just no, yeah, because you don't learn, yeah. learn about it until later on in the series. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. for me, one of the things that like I personally thought like because they kind of really set it up in the beginning was the horror aspect. Like mm -hmm. they really set it up. Now, like granted there's no way you could have had the horror in the way that the story went because like what yeah. was perceived as horror was like the Luna defending herself against intruders. Mm -hmm. So like- so they flipped it around on Yeah. You. But the I only kind of really wished it had like horror. Like, and that's a personal mm -hmm. thing too. Like mm -hmm. I just don't want horror th always. But like when you had <laughs> that like kind horror. of like moment where it was like, oh, this might be it. But mm -hmm. it doesn't happen. And I see why mm -hmm. it doesn't happen because it's obviously she's not- it's a horror. She's just a yeah. Well, she's just a child defending herself. A child like, with really crazy eyelids. <laughs> uh huh. Right. And gills. She's like gills. kind of a, a little... fish child, but yeah, face fish, fish, fish child. Alien, yeah. don't... human hybrid. Because like you get the imp like from the storytelling, like because it's a very brief story, but it tells you pretty much that she's a clone that was originally human. 
you know, like, but then they kept, you know, as they kept killing off these clones, they kept, you know, genetically modifying her. Yeah, they were pretty aggressive in that. I mean, like, I guess you had to be because of like the race, like to find Mm -hmm. things. But like, I think that was part of their downfall as well. Not, you know, yeah. Them getting killed and, was like not. Yeah, it's like you know, that, at, like, at the end of the day, when you know, scientists. when you're doing something to like be the good guy, but then you have a meat locker full of dead thirteen-year-old children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Not, I, I not mean, like, great. I don't really wish we got more of it in the show because I don't think, I don't like in the grand scheme of things, I don't think we needed to. But it would have been interesting to kind of see more about that because mm-hmm. you you kind of you do get this impression that like because also because they were on the moon by themselves, kind of their humanity was mm-hmm. like stopped mm-hmm. at the door essentially. Like it and so I think a lot of that stuff happened because they were so isolated. So like it wasn't even like they were still participating in a human world it was just Mm -hmm. them working on it constantly and that's all they were doing and I think it bred what they did a lot easier Mm -hmm. you see that a lot in in sci-fi and other Mm -hmm. stuff just that concept of like scientists who when let off the leash they just go Right out, isolated. (laughs) Yeah, like when there's when it's just scientists all being sciencey together, they fall into the the science, the idea of pure science, and you can't have pure science that way because people Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. but but when that's when that's all they have to sound off of each other, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, that is why the humanities are just as important as them. <laughs> yeah, they should have had like a as little displayed bar by the drama, the silent scene. <laughs> have actors yeah. there. Yeah. You, need, you, need, you need some ph- philosophers, some, yeah. you know, some ethics professors. They needed professors the bar with like Whoopi Goldberg running the yeah. bar yeah. and like bringing yeah. them all back down to earth kind of thing. Well, I mean, like also like, again, it's, you know, it really ties back to the fact they're in immediate danger and it's not like you know yeah. just mm-hmm. a want of like to find something but you're yeah. relatively doing Me. okay on earth or whatever you are at your point they weren't too yeah. so yeah. I, they yeah. probably were under the impression that earth wouldn't be around even for that long that they had been mm-hmm. there like they probably thought like there's a potential that the earth would be destroyed and they would be there forever essentially you know yeah so Gong Yu's character, his uh, character was really good. Yeah, he was very like Sundare and you know very, yeah. very Captain Task oriented. Yeah, you know? yeah. very yeah. task oriented, very military style, yeah. hierarchy task oriented. Gives commands. It, it was he nice really that they gave him. Yeah, he didn't care about science. <laughs> yeah. He's like, why are you being curious? No, we don't need to do that. We don't have time. We don't have time for your curiosity. <laughs> Stop it. Look what you did. <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to go back home to my kid who is like my suffering. Sad, sick, my sad, terminally ill daughter. That is the only reason I'm here. That's the yeah, why I'm getting money. I'm actually, they, if I didn't have a choice, I wouldn't be a captain. I wouldn't. He's be not even. He's shit. not even getting money. This is the thing. Is like what he is promised is that if he goes on this, they will raise his water yeah. level. 
so well, that yeah, he's kind of almost like daughter a medical, better medical care, essentially you know right yeah like she's at a level and she can't be below the level and yeah. so he has to do what he has to do mm-hmm. well and that's Luna that was so it out of him <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, and then so when, he, when, he, when he saw when he saw luda he was kind of like oh shit <laughs> like, yeah yeah <laughs> confronted with a girl the same age who looks to be about the same age as his daughter mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. who clearly may write like you know the mm-hmm. con- conflict the internal and i thought they did his internal conflict really really well you know, they didn't give you very much about Ganyu's character, but they didn't have to because mm-hmm. it he was what wasn't he was. important for the story. And you, basically, you know what mm-hmm. Bejuna's character knows. Like, yeah, about true. what is going on in the station. So she wouldn't know anything about this guy, which means that you as the audience are, basically, this show is like the POV of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she if, is the most she knowledgeable know and the it. most the highest up you essentially don't know in the entire it. crew. Well, yeah. plus some plus some bonus knowledge of like what Lee Jun's character is up. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah. know, they're sure, sure. to, to make her story like, make sense. You do need some outside and knowledge, like but... how scientists yeah. like mm-hmm. I mean like even like surpassing the other scientists, she's like right. farther up. I do like that, like, yeah. they kind of like kept Gong Yu's character the way that is, and the only mm-hmm. person on the and the entire thing that could do anything to kind of break his kind of like very you know stoic facade was the little girl and i like that they mm-hmm. didn't try to play that up with the other characters too there was no. a sense mm-hmm. of camaraderie and they definitely were st- you you could feel that they were starting yeah. to like really at the very end really kind of be together as one to try yeah, to like live right but like they didn't try to make relationships that weren't there and i'm talking about like any relationship friend mm-hmm. yeah. worker yeah. comrade Nothing. that like started you know it's just like i like that they kind of stayed that way because i like that it, because how would his character really change that much in like a couple and, of and hours it gives a of a few hours right yeah like, yeah just like, like to be honest it's like he, he is it's like he wouldn't have that much of a change because he's not getting life-altering information like uh, like Beiduna's character yeah. is. Like he is not having his worldview completely upended because like he already thought the world sucked and was inhumane mm-hmm. and was shitty because mm-hmm. if it wasn't why would why would his daughter be suffering? So like he already thought ev- like fuck the yeah. world everything's a piece of shit. So why would he care if they were doing mm-hmm. unethical science shit on the moon? He wouldn't. But Beiduna was like, the world, you know, while the world is shit, my sister wasn't. My sister was trying to do her best. My sister was doing, always did the right thing. She just wanted to help people and then finds out, yeah, your sister may have been like, like the actual leader of the like crew to do yeah, all this yeah. stuff. And her world, may, mm, like her world is crashing while Gong Yu's has already been crashed. Like, years mm-hmm. before like he's like been yeah. there done that already like they, here they, they glad you're joining us now like, <laughs> you know yeah, like they, they they reference things like you know like droughts and all these children dying and this high you know child and infant mortality rate and so when he gets like really upset about you know his daughter needing medical care you'll hear other characters say things like oh, what family hasn't lost like a kid or two like it's you know get over it whatever like it's not even it's not even a big thing and it's just so it's we like definitely like play this built. into like an ableism issue like where like very you know, much so. is like but 
I my daughter still deserves a life. It doesn't yeah, matter. He legitimately has a disabled way. daughter who, because of his standing in society, will die unless he does this mission. So he doesn't. <laughs> It's kind of yeah. about what the like, is about. Beidun is He just wants to save his daughter. Is the type of people who like watched happiness and like were surprised that these type of peoples exist or just like yeah. just now know that these people get exist because of the like pandemic. And I'm like, have you no. been, they've been here all this time? Which, listen, I mean, listen, she I had, I've been I've been chronically <laughs> ill since I was in middle school. These people have These people have the entire been time. here. Glad you started to see this. Like, like this I think that you know that was another aspect of, of her character with Ganyu's character too. The contrast in that you know he's there because he wants a better water rating for his daughter. She has the highest water rating there is she's unlimited she's privileged in society she yeah, she has she gives she gives water to stray dogs because she can and you're thinking mm. like like that kind of knowledge to gong you that would be so like it's nice like that's nice character wise you're feeding a puppy that's sweet but like his daughter's dying because she can't have access to the water that you're feeding to dogs right like that that contrast yeah. character wise and it doesn't make it that she's bad for want wanting to no. figure out and no, then having just, like no grief about her sister she just is very kind of like i guess one like focused on one thing and one thing only because mm-hmm. she can be well it's yeah. like a yeah. lot of they're the living, other people on this living like in two different realities group. like even like when we talk about like ejun's character like he technically isn't can't be there either even though he he has some sort of power in terms of like he actually does have a lot of knowledge that they probably like help him out a bit more because mm-hmm. to keep the silence of that sort of thing but like she is the privileged person out of everyone yeah. in mm-hmm. a lot of respect doesn't mean that it's not sad and devastating for her sister have to have been killed but like I feel like she does when she finally figures out about her sister I think that also kind of helps her kind of revelation of what is actually kind of going wrong past this incident Mm -hmm. because it's it's pretty clear that like the past five years she's dedicated her life to only thinking about what happened to her sister nonstop and doing and working where she works in like environmental conservation but it's a very insulated insular sort of world mm-hmm. where she just spends all her time with endangered animals and feeding stray dogs and working in a very comfortable like very nice lab whereas then it's contrasting the outside where people are having riots outside of you know water depositories because they're you know they're dying of thirst and so it's you know it, it's really i thought that the show was very good at subtly displaying like that her character and the rest of these characters live in vastly different worlds. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like the other characters, while it is horrific, what her sister was up to, with the exception of the doctor, because she's a doctor. So, Mm -hmm. you know, this would be extremely, the other ones, they, they are startled, but are not phased Mm -hmm. because they, they already know that, shit's gotten real you know what i mean like this Mm -hmm. is this is startling but this is not world altering for them Mm -hmm. in any way and it's nice that like luna is kind of that like bridge character too like Mm -hmm. you know she kind of helps get a lot of the 
sense of humanity back into Beyduna's character and then also in, even in Gondu's character because like mm-hmm. on the flip side he is being ravaged by the depression and just the weight of the world being the way that it is and for his daughter mm-hmm. and I think like Luna's character is there to kind of be that like kind of like glimmer of hope for all of them as like a unified glimmer of hope mm-hmm. as opposed to kind of constantly keeping separated because we do like know that this separation we see it it stops us from progressing like it doesn't help Mm -hmm. anything and I think that's like may have been like the little bit of an underlying thing with like Luna's character not just that she was like the hope because of water and saving the planet but hope of kind of unity and finding a path to a better outcome for everyone Mm mm-hmm so how did you all react to the very 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 end with luna just bopping around the surface of the moon <laughs> like, just... it makes sense. i don't even i don't even know why they thought I that she wasn't gonna be it was able weird to... that they were putting stuff on her i just assumed yeah i was like she could to. clearly like because the um unit hadn't been turned on so she had to be yeah she should have been thought yeah on. she was unless they were figuring you know they found the the plants oh, yeah, at the one green point air. so if maybe they figured that plant was providing that. enough oxygen for her because it was a pretty huge like jungly and yeah. i mean and maybe it's just a matter of they it's such a tor- short time span they just like, did not have time to think about it it was like yeah they're just person, like all right get in this get she in needs suit. a space suit like let's just you know and then, yeah, and then she's just yeah. like i don't really I mean, like is wearing this child so, not too, so like anymore. i think like, i probably would also just throw her in a spaceship too like like yeah. as a yeah. this is a kid it's a precaution oh, she's so cute yeah. when she's like flopping her arms in this like i <laughs> suit and she's like <laughs> <laughs> which is a little, little moments like that that show you that like yeah did, she's a kid did, she's a kid did, did she kid. kill did she kill a couple dudes yes maybe i mean we didn't like that guy anyway didn't mean it It wasn't like a personal (laughs) thing okay they were he was like a they were bad dude so like i mean well okay only one of them was a bad dude Dude, she's she like, oh, her own for five years like this is true like this is like yeah i mean and if you think of i mean does she also not age i guess she might or not. was she like six or five? I mean, either way, Get like in. you're talking about a kid with no parents, no family, no grownups and at all. Honestly, she's just gotta figure stuff out for herself. She might she know that there are other things on the moon that we all don't know <laughs> too. You know, right? Yeah. So she might have been like, "I'm primed to defend myself from those things that we just never see because we're not gonna know yeah, them." Because yeah. there's a very small chunk of time that we are spending in this yeah. world it was a really good world like they they, yeah. they built the world very completely mm-hmm. for the little the little things that we got of it mm-hmm. which makes me understand because it's such a clearly solid complex world that we still only saw little parts of but you could tell there was more going on i understand why so many people are like like season two when like there's more story to tell and you're like there is but the story but, that like, the story to be told story is a told. continuation like it yeah. would be another story set in this could, world it would be another other like story, trying to find like, water or maybe a, d- a different mission altogether so it's not to the moon it's yeah, somewhere yeah. else you know yeah or, or the earth itself like we could be actually like focusing on 
the people yeah. on earth or you get like a you know like the story of lee june going from being just a regular security guard on the moon that's what i could see like if they were gonna murderer. do anything they were <laughs> yeah. they're not gonna do a continuation they're gonna do a prequel type thing and yeah. maybe that also falls into the scientist thing i didn't look it up uh, i don't know how much this cost uh, obviously it took years mm. and years and years to finally get around to being something mm-hmm. so i don't know if that like is also a key i would say if we're going by like netflix standards i don't think it was popular enough for netflix to want to continue on mm-hmm. to a second season just mm. it was like on the top list for a while and i think that was because everybody's now like looking at korean you know dramas yeah. now especially if they're netflix produced because of squid game but i would assume that it's not i don't know that i mean i think data. the first review that i saw of it compared it to space sweepers and said korea's still trying to figure out how to do sci-fi and was like excuse you the like first space review sweepers i was saw was sure. against like, squid game and i was like they're different shows just because there's like a different like language coming out of their mouths does not mean that you can only do one thing and one thing only why are you being like this you imagine being like i don't know star wars comes out and everyone's like but it is not like friday the 13th and so i just don't and you're like because it's because it's not the same thing a completely different (laughs) thing like yes of course it's not like just because and like I uh, we didn't talk about like there's a lot of like PR for this really fun PR because Netflix does a lot of that PR and one of the things that they they had and it's on their um the Netflix Korea site it's not on the swoon the English side Mm -hmm. and we'll have a playlist of like all the fun stuff that we found there was like this one like part where they're kind of like discussing like things on Netflix that to like promote and like Beiduna of course is like on everything (laughs) Netflix (laughs) right now and they were like (laughs) Um, then they go to Gong Yu and they're like Squid Game and he's like but, but that's not my show and I think that's like really like a key mm-hmm. that thing that like a lot of people are like blowing yeah. past and not like actually he was a cameo on he was a show, cameo guys. and it's actually not <laughs> that great to be like oh my god Gong Yu Squid Game when it's like literally a, a just a just a cameo because of the director and it's not his show it's not like he's he got like scenes, an actual like role like a scenes. big role and like especially when you compare to like like other things where he actually has a defined role and is the main character for what mm-hmm. like it kind of is not good to be like well squid game i mean like yes they played it off and he like said his like little line, line and all like, and uh, it's not it's not his show it, he was yeah. barely in it like it, it probably took yeah. a day then, for them to record it like and film it and that's it <laughs> and he was like bye and then he was pretty much like i don't have anything else on netflix so rewatch <laughs> and he, this and he was like yeah. when does um um oh gosh he was uh, uh, stranger the, things stranger, when stranger things, things. <laughs> and they were all just like discussing like random things that are like netflix thing but yeah but then, my, my but then was like was, uh, hey go watch sense eight hey go watch <laughs> kingdom <laughs> My 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 favorite bit though was them all talking about how Beiduna had a waffle maker on set and <laughs> yes. she would possibly just make everyone waffles and they'd be like we'd be like oh we're about to film a scene but no one would be around and all we could smell was waffles and we knew where everyone was. Have you watched The Office? There's the waffle or not? The, it's the waffle day or the the, the grill yeah, it's or waffle yeah. day where um <laughs> it's like the building 
hires a, mm. a stand for one day and so all the companies in the building can go down and get like waffles with like a bunch of different toppings or stuff and like Stanley's like it's waffle day and it's like his like yeah. day of the year <laughs> that's all I could think of there's some like really great like behind the scenes moments too you could tell oh. that they had so much fun and yeah. um June and I'm gonna I don't have my notes up again June and um Kim Sung Young Kim Sung Young are so Love good together. together. Yes, so good together. I just, I like I just love when they were like, oh, they're like, yeah, yeah. They're like, Sun Young treats Lee June like different than everyone else. <laughs> like she'll when she greets everyone else, she'll be like, oh hey, oh hey. And then as soon as she sees June, like, she's like, oh hello, June. And like, he's how like how very quiet too. Like you can tell yeah, he was kind yeah. of like everybody was big personality. He's not, he's like, he's also the one who is like into aliens and stuff he was like yeah, the, yeah. the one who's he into turned. all this stuff or whatever but you could tell like when she's around he was more active and more like yeah like talkative and like really had a great like relationship she really seems like the sort of person that can make people feel really comfortable oh my her. gosh there's like and that so one part in one delight. of the things where she was talking they were asking her about like if she liked theater or movies or dramas better mm-hmm. and she's like i like theater but like dramas give me money <laughs> relatable oh my gosh relatable they also talk about like how like heavy the suits were and like a lot of the times you know to like get the effect they would be like doing the weird walks (laughs) and so they got good at doing the weird walks like if you watch it there's no way they didn't have like the best time and I think Beiduna Mm -hmm. and Gong Yu are so good Mm. at being so fun on set that like it kind of transferred to everybody being just like going crazy and just having fun. I feel like uh, this this probably won't be the last we see of the two of them in a Netflix show. No. (laughs) I feel like in the future there may be a reunion. I feel like this this, the money-making combination. Oops, sorry. Like, of course I've seen Kim Sun Young in a lot of stuff and I always love her. Mm -hmm. I just want to see a heck ton of her. Like, she's awesome. Yes. Because she's always, she's not like in main characters too. Like, this is, I think, is one of the ones that, like, I can think of off the top of my head that I could say for sure she, I would squarely put her as a main character. Even though Mm -hmm. they still don't, like, like, specifically say that she is she's there for all of it like she's you know yeah. she's one of the main lasting people too like but she's also just there in general like you see her a lot in, with lines but she was like in because this is my first life as a mom and like she was really great in that and I just like always really liked her characters because she she does like funny roles and does a lot of rom-com stuff but I think like this role was like like a fun thing to see her do differently. Like for me personally, she might have done roles like this that I just I'm not aware of. But mm-hmm. yeah. I also want to look up uh, Lee Mu Sang. I want to watch more of his stuff because he was great. Yeah, he did. Really he's well. got he's got quite a repertoire. Mm-hmm. He does. Um, and it just and watching them all in the behind the scenes stuff like he they they were just mm-hmm. a delight just um, delightful Emu saying is gonna be on 39 which i know is gonna show that like oh, like everybody on this podcast mm. is gonna like it's the one with uh, <laughs> the trio they're the friends older friends 30 to 40s yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's gonna be a good one. We like us a a, a female led drama, so yeah, with like the French females how, over twenty to <laughs> yeah. We we a good show with adults doing adult things, and when I say adult things, I don't mean 
I don't mean that. Oh, chicka pong. I mean <laughs> regular, normal adult things, not yeah. adult Being things. grown-ups. Yes, and thank we're you. We're obviously <laughs> going to be seeing more Kim Shia. There's no way that yeah. she's not oh. going to continue her path oh, for sure. in acting. She was just so good. And I know that like a, there are some parts that would have been stunt double just because she is so young. She really is like mm-hmm. young enough that like a lot of the stuff that she's 13 she did like, she's, would yeah. not have been like okay on like, you know, standards, right? Yeah. Like, but, like those those were not have... her bodies in the bags. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> yeah. And like there's a couple times when she's like rolling around like heavily on stuff. That's not mm-hmm. her. If you see her back, it's not her. It's a stunt. Just, it's a stunt it has double. to be. Yeah. She's again. 13 years old she's a child (laughs) you know legally legally that is not allowed but the way that she is with her face acting like right now Mm -hmm. and the way that she can do stuff with her eyes and just make you believe what she's saying without her actually speaking I think it just like Mm -hmm. proves that she's going to continue being so good and she was good in kingdom I'm pretty sure we even talked about how we really liked her as a younger version oh yeah oh yeah I uh I just discovered this is kind of fun. So the girl who plays, um, she looked familiar and I couldn't figure out why. The girl who plays his daughter, his like sick daughter. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the show King Eternal Monarch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. familiar. Uh, where yeah. There was like where there was the little boy who was like mystical and had yes. like the yo-yo. That was her. She uh, was the little boy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mystical yo-yo boy. <laughs> Mystical yo-yo boy. <laughs> Another example of a show that doesn't really tell you everything that's going on. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. The, the first, the first comment on that one really on doesn't Asian tell Wiki you. Page, the first, the first comment on the on the pages. Yo-yo boy was a she. This is the best lie I've encountered in my whole life. <laughs> so good. <laughs> they got us. They got us. They got us good. If you dig sci-fi, give it a shot. You're going to love it. Two, mm-hmm. It gets two thumbs up from Old Natalia. I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it delivered everything it promised it was going to deliver. I, I um, would recommend a binge if you're that yes. type. If you are a binge type, Mm-hmm. possibly try to binge it because i it, can't imagine it does kind of keep on one. like its momentum into yeah. the other episodes so that like alone i think would be it has it has like a real a and e mini series arc vibe to it like yeah. you want to watch the whole thing at once you know i couldn't imagine this like if you had to wait a week for the next episode i'd be like what oh, yeah oh, one yeah. episode yeah. a week no no like <laughs> I, was, I didn't watch it all at once just because i didn't have time to sit right yeah. but um but still it was like a couple episodes like two three episodes at a time it wasn't or the length of the episodes it's, really help yeah, I think yeah. Even yeah. Might be one episode that's minutes. like even like shorter than the rest too like mm-hmm. i don't think they even got up to 40 minutes on it so that does help it's it isn't as long as you kind of are expecting even when you think of yeah. eight it's like not eight hours it's like what no. maybe five and a half six hours tops yeah. if i'm thinking yeah. so it's like two two long movies yeah like you can you know, watch it over a weekend you'll be fine if you don't binge don't worry it's good <laughs> it's good if you like Beiduna and gong yes Yin, like have we got a treat have we yeah, got a treat because we have two whole episodes treat. 
<laughs> and there may be two um, whole episodes about them an episode mm-hmm. coming soon with some maybe if you keep keep tuned to the news <laughs> maybe there the may be another month. episode in mm, a couple weeks perhaps that may be of interest to you maybe you a like thing you would feet. want to know um so, but anyway we have we have an episode about Beiduna. we have an episode of gong Yu. All of the and those episodes will be linked in the blog post, and we'll also uh, link the kingdom. Ashen. And we oh yes, and oh, we yeah. have the kingdom episode that has Beiduna, so we will link that. Oh well, you know what? Hell, even though it wasn't a show, we'll we'll link the friggin' squid. We have a Squid Game episode too. That's we'll true. link that too. Why not? Why not? <laughs> <I'll be laughs> you can find all those on the post on certifiedunas.com because all of our episodes have a post with all the links to everything we talk about and the time codes all on there beautifully wonderfully done by our our very own in-house amazing jesse she does that for us she's wonderful thank you jesse <laughs> i don't know if i'm wonderful jesse. but i'm okay i will i'm solidly <laughs> you guys okay. are no, you are wonderful hey, you get some <laughs> we do get it done we do our best and you know if you want to like discuss more about this like you're like oh i really wish i could discuss more about this episode on the sun see i really want to share all my ideas we have a discord server where all of this can you can do that we have you can come and just like discuss it and we will we will discuss it back with you mm-hmm. we love our discord server it's great uh we, but of course we are also reachable on twitter and instagram mostly we're on all the social medias but mostly twitter and instagram it's always at certified nunas one word that's that's us uh thank you we're you know you can listen to us pretty much everywhere podcasts can be found but also on our website, certifiednews.com, as we said. And of course, if you want to support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash certifiednews and become an official member of the Certified Found family. They are the wonderful people who basically keep the lights on, as it were, for this little podcast that's been going on for a couple years now. They're great. We love them. Uh, we have some fun stuff planned. Je- uh, Jesse and I were doing a few experiments today, so we got some secrets. We'll tell you more about mm-hmm. it over mm-hmm. on the Patreon mm-hmm. at some point. <laughs> we've been doing some stuff. Uh, we got some stuff in the works for our, for our found family. Anyway, we hope you have a fantastic week. You may check out some fun sci-fi, perhaps, on the old Netflix. Uh, you wash your hands, you wear a mask, stay safe, and of course, keep enjoying Asian entertainment. Bye. 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 Bye.